Hi and welcome to episode three of More From Life with me, Catherine Moore. I'm so glad you're here and today's um, episode is um, a conversation for us to think about um, together in terms of how self-compassion can help us to thrive and building on from that also the blocks to uh, what gets in the way of that and having a look at then how we can perhaps go on to maybe think about exploring or updating our own personal stories and how often that can get in the way sometimes of us actually having an accurate picture of how we are seeing ourselves in a helpful way. Great, so let's jump in. So I guess we thrive when we're having fun, when we're being creative, when we're connected, when we feel seen, when we're seeing others, when we're being free, when we're open and loving and trusting and exploring and learning and all those wonderful things, as well as sharing our gifts and talents. And, you know, often there's just like that lovely feeling if you just kind of pause and think about that lovely feeling you get when you hold the door open for someone. It's just that momentary kind of like lovely warm fuzziness in your chest. Um, it's those kind of tender moments that I think often is our challenge um, in a modern busy society to be able to um, have many kind of moments like that in a typical day in our week where we can have that tenderness, that momentary softness, sense of gentleness, especially in such a fractured world. And been able to bring a sense of care and noticing to the abundance um, of life that's all around us. So it's about really being able to kind of nurture ourselves back to the present in that way that we're not missing out opportunities to really connect to um, what's here in a way that can be really meaningful. So it's so hard, isn't it? Because I guess we will all think about how we thrive and have different types of thoughts, different types of feelings and different sort of ideas. I guess our inner peace in terms of that kind of process is kind of linked to this idea that we can feel good enough within ourselves to show up and be seen whilst we still work on something or be working on things. And our talents is something that I think personally that we all have a a duty and a commitment to uh, work on and be able to share with the world for our time that we have here and um, being able to explore that in a way that is meaningful and provide something of goodness, the greater good to the world. And so often the blocks that we encounter can be a whole bunch of things, can't it? It can be time, it can often be uh, fear sometimes of maybe what we might think might come at the end of it or not come at the end of it. It could be um, a sense of a real strong belief maybe of not feeling good enough to have anything to offer and provide in the first place. Um, or perhaps it could be um, a, an inner critic, like a negative inner thought that maybe, you know, I'm not worthy of this or, you know, I can't do anything, I'm not creative, I have nothing to offer, etc. So we want to really be able to stop enough to be able to kind of explore those things. And self-care is a massive part of this because often we can only really start to get to know ourselves more fully and more deeply when... I guess when our own cup is full and when we have that ability to recognize that, you know, we attend to ourselves first and foremost. And so as part of that, it is about trying to balance the being versus doing in terms of our input versus our output. And that whole inner landscape of inner exploration that's there to be not just giving output all the time, but also so that you get renourished and recharged and are taking care of your own needs at the same time. 
slowing down takes courage you know we come back to I guess sort of the qualities of compassion within ourselves as much as we can when we try and slow down because often our brain might be saying oh you know you could be doing x y and z or actually being really lazy there's so many things you could be getting on with or this isn't a good use of your time you're wasting time and you don't deserve to have a rest Um, or it might be sort of like you know your kind of critical self could be really over microscopically sort of analyzing kind of the quality or what it is that you're doing so in terms of saying like you don't deserve to do it for example these are just some examples that people have said to me time and time again in therapy and so often it's it's about our ability to slow down enough to recognize okay well what is going to be important for me how do I take care of myself honestly and openly and you know being able to think about self-care isn't just about our eating and sleeping and rest as we said before it's actually about so much more you know has a better ability to tap into a sense of internal peace and rest and nourishment within our soul and our spirit and I guess you know rest it doesn't just come from stopping physically it also comes from being able to live from a place of honesty and truth and wholeheartedness in terms of where we are at within ourselves and being able to be at peace and feel aligned to what it is that we're doing in that moment in time in terms of are we living the life that we want to be that's honest for us and that's truthful and meaningful so there's a whole host of blocks there isn't there so there's kind of like the negative thoughts that can get in the way it could be time it can be some deeper core beliefs that we might hold about ourselves and fears you know that um, we may or may not have anything to offer and you know I guess it's about coming back to that bigger helicopter perspective of the fact that we all do have something as a responsibility collectively to offer and I think it is our duty to um, come back and explore our gifts in a really loving and open and curious way with ourselves in a way that we get to explore that and actually enjoy the process of that exactly at the same time. So the stories we tell ourselves are actually really important because they can keep us locked, I guess, in often a, a narrative that can be quite limiting, can be quite repetitive, can be quite safe as well I guess it can be an old familiar kind of territory of like oh well, what have I got to offer I'm you know past that opportunity time now or maybe it's better off for someone else to do that you know rather than me um, and yet you know to live a life well lived and thinking back to that episode one when we talked about you know the unexamined life is not worth living living with a sense of virtue that Socrates talked about um, I guess it is important for us to think about that sense of like purpose and connectedness to what our purpose is aligned to in that moment in time because that is what helps us to feel fulfilled um, in the present moment and to find a self-worth and a sense of value in taking care of ourselves. So we're all the time trying to walk ourselves through this sort of journey of self-discovery, you know, this kind of journey of being truthful and honest with ourselves and courageous with ourselves which really comes from compassion you know this ability to um, really see ourselves truthfully and honestly and sometimes you know what we have sometimes you have to look at the shit in order for the shit to pass you know and sometimes what we have to to look at we have to really need a lot of courage and honesty to kind of face because it might not always be the answers or the outcome that we want because it might not suit people it might be inconvenient it might cause a lot of distress or hurt you know we don't necessarily set out to upset anyone in life but you know living true to yourself is also really important honesty is also that moment that can really lead us to slowing down 
stopping and getting to know ourselves in a way that leads to a more honest dialogue or being able to understand what it is that is important to us individually. Safety leads to much more confidence in our ability to slow down. And trust really leads to us believing that, you know, that we can hold anything and that we can honor, can honor and own our own story and not feel like we have to be limited by it, that it has to determine our future, that somehow um, that we have to be held back, essentially. So we're all the time coming back to thinking about, am I thinking about this in ways that maybe is limiting and not helpful for me? How much does my self-critic sort of really run my time and my decisions and how I see myself? Is there any other alternative ways? Like what would a family friend or someone who knows me well say, would they agree with this stuff? You know, or is it that I'm just caught in the cycle of the same narrative that keeps me stuck? And being honest enough with ourselves to be like, if it is, okay, then fine. But also let's see what's on the other side of that. Let's take some risks to actually, you know, find out kind of what is on the other side of it in a way that, you know, outside of our comfort zone is where the magic happens, the cliche kind of quote, you know, but it is true. And in order to get there, we have to be willing to stay with ourselves long enough, which is also an integral part of compassion, to be able to follow ourselves with a sense of care and patience that, you know, not everything is going to happen immediately, that things take time and that we need to have patience with ourselves in order for, for ourselves to grow. You know, not everything is instant and that can be really hard. That can be so hard for us as humans. And so we want to be able to use these kind of pauses and these moments of slowing down as a way to cultivate a more honest, respectful, internal dialogue with ourselves day to day in terms of how we are navigating the being versus the doing. Where are we taking responsibility to take care of ourselves? Are we eating well? Are we sleeping well? Are we, you know, doing movement and, and taking care of our body? You know, a lot of the really unsexy stuff, but vital, essential bits. It really gives us that continual message that we are worthy of that love and respect from ourselves, first and foremost. And whilst there might be so many things externally that are out of our control, we can have our own backs and we can show up for ourselves in all the ways that we need with practice and commitment. It just takes the daily work. A very wise psychologist and teacher um, that I had the pleasure of doing various workshops with, um, Stephen Hayes in the States talks about um, love isn't the only thing, it's everything. And, you know, we can intellectualize things as much as we like but ultimately, we need to be able to come back and be in that heart space with ourselves and cultivating a place there that is wholesome and nourishing and available and committed and caring so that we can thrive, so that we can have way more moments of joy and connection and vitality and a sense of aliveness in a way that our inner child is just like so seen, so heard, so loved and so connected. Being alive obviously is tricky in modern day because you know we're also met with lots of despair and we can see all the social inequalities and all the injustices around us and so staying open to 
the momentary availability within your heart space to really have that tenderness and gentleness and um, where you're not washed over by all the destruction around us um, is really critical really really critical so i'm mindful i've been talking a lot about that in the last sort of 12 odd minutes and it's 12 12 on the clock and i think you know that's interesting for me to just sort of pause even here and you know take a breath and just sort of check in with how all this feels the fact that we're here together having this conversation you take a moment just to check in with your own heart and how it feels as you're listening to this whatever you're doing just allow yourself to take more awareness generating to your heart chest space you're not really sure how it's feeling maybe pop your hands on top of it and it gives you the opportunity to connect yourself that but more intimately take a deep breath in stay open stay curious how is my heart feeling in this moment my chest space Mine was definitely feeling a bit tighter and now it feels calmer that I've had that breath. I'm getting ready to travel tomorrow so I think I'm feeling a little bit of tension. Purely just because I'm very disorganised. Or actually no, that's not entirely true. That is maybe something that, that's a story I'm telling myself. Um, I am organised but just not as organised as I would like can often be quite time optimistic so just that lovely opportunity to stop and have a sense of inquiry around your own heart and just feel and breathe into that how is my heart in this moment in time how is my availability to myself in my chest space my compassionate resource that well of goodness that you can nourish and access freely and openly all the time how is that space? And we have to re-nourish that space. We have to replenish it, attend to it, for it to remain available in a way that meets your needs, depending on what it is that you need in any given moment. So just to summarize today's episode is really about sort of sending you off, hopefully with an opportunity to be curious about your own blocks to self-compassion. What are the blocks that really stop you from thriving? And it might be that you stay kind of observant to notice when that gets interrupted and you might be like, oh yeah, that might be a block for me and kind of note it down for yourself, which is really helpful. And of course, don't judge the judgments if you're making any judgments. Um, recognize any of the internal sort of narratives or stories in terms of what you're making, sort of like how you're making sense of the experience in a way that if it's a repetitive, limiting, quite critical or judgy kind of like harsh way that you're sort of viewing yourself that could be really helpful to note down and then it's remembering that these are things that you can work on that you can update and that you can change you know our brains are malleable we can be generating new much more broader wider perspectives and how we are willing to engage in an expansive way with the world and bring in an open heart into that new experience in a way that we grow and we learn to 
going to new territory with ourselves that we would have never envisaged would have been possible before. So it's really exciting. So thank you so much for being with me today. And um, as always, you can reach out. And thank you to everyone who has um, checked in, sent me messages and emails and things. Thank you just so much for your beautiful messages around ways the previous episodes had impacted you, how they touched you, how they inspired you. And um, it just it really moved me. I feel kind of moved um, just even thinking about it. I wasn't actually going to do the podcast and gosh, I'm going to cry. Um, I, yeah, gosh, I don't know where this is coming from. Okay, let's roll with it. I didn't really know or, um, if I was going to have the time or if I was going to create the space, I suppose, for this to be um, a freely offered available sort of portal for people to connect to me more. And I guess, you know, if I can create more of a listening tender ear for you to be able to hear yourself and gosh I feel so emotional um so lovely um to be able to be with yourself and cultivate these things it's just it's just so powerful and gosh I feel so emotional because I know how much it can change your life and to feel like I can play a very small part in that is just hugely hugely it's just pure magic it's just magical for me and yeah, gosh, I don't know where that well. I've just, it was kind of like a sense of feeling tearful, but with sort of a sense of connection, adrenaline, and just joy, really. I feel so grateful. I think it's ultimately gratitude that, um, that in modern day that we do have these sort of facilities to connect as well and that it's possible. Um, so in that vein whilst there's so much that can be a challenge in the world and that we're limited from I think it's about this space hopefully being an opportunity that we can remind ourselves that there is still so much here within this living breath and in this body and in this life that we can connect to in a way that can be really meaningful and Stephen has said Stephen Hayes that um yeah, love isn't the only thing, it's everything. And so being able to come into tender moments from micro moments every day, every day with that opportunity to be soft and open in your heart space with yourself and with others. It's just an incredible offering from the world and can have a profound impact on people's lives um, as well as your own. So go forth and I look forward to hearing your feedback and thank you so much for being here. Big love. Take care. Bye.